beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Nine to Thrive, quick health tips for busy lives. I'm Cece, your go-to nutrition nerd, and I'm thrilled you're joining me today. We've got nine action-packed minutes ahead filled with real talk and practical tips to help you heal for good. So whether you're on your commute, taking a quick break, or multitasking like the boss you are, let's dive in and make every minute count. It's time to nerd out. Today, we're covering four myths around dairy and its impact to hormone and overall health. You all know I don't do filler, so let's get straight to the killer content. Okay, myth one, dairy is bad for you and should be avoided or minimized, especially if you want to lose weight. Well, the truth is that dairy can fit into a healthy diet and aid fat loss if high-quality, minimally processed sources are chosen. As with anything, it's about balance, not all or nothing. So while dairy has earned a bad reputation among some health circles, the notion that all forms universally provoke inflammation, weight gain, and hormone issues is overly simplistic. Research shows that quality and consumption levels play a major role in determining dairy's health impacts for better or worse. In other words, it's not the cow, it's the how. So for example, whole milk products like Greek yogurt and kefir, high in protein and probiotics, demonstrate benefits for gut health, lean muscle building, and appetite control when eaten in moderation. Now this directly aids fat-burning metabolism. Fermented, full-fat dairy also contains compounds that act as prebiotics, nourishing your gut's microbiome, which has been linked to reduced inflammation as well as weight regulation. I cannot stress this enough, my friends. Research confirms that dairy fat itself does not drive inflammation or weight gain. However, heavily processed varieties like cheese slices, uh, sweetened yogurts and ice cream have negative health impacts due to the additives, uh, higher calories, altered protein structures. And here's the tricky part. You may reach for low-fat dairy thinking that it's better for you, but it's not. Many low-fat dairy products have beneficial fats removed and replaced with sugars. And if that low-fat product comes from a conventionally raised cow, it will also be laced with antibiotics and harmful growth hormones that the cow was given to maximize its milk yield. So remember, it is not the cow, it's the how. Uh, the key is focusing on quality, choosing organic, grass-fed options whenever possible for a healthier nutritional profile. Myth two, full-fat dairy products are fattening and unhealthy, while low-fat and skim is a better choice. We just touched on this, but let's go a little bit deeper. Full-fat dairy from quality sources provide sati satiation, my goodness, why is that always such a hard word to say, um, as well as metabolic benefits that aid in fat loss. Um, overly processed low-fat options actually lead to fat storage. Now, this is uh, this is going to be a bit of a, a hard one to unwind uh, because this has been drilled into our minds by the media for years upon years. Conventional wisdom pushes low and non-fat dairy products for weight loss. And this is a flawed view because it operates under the assumption that calories are the only thing that matter. However, the high protein and fatty acids in full-fat yogurt, whole milk, and, and cheese actually satisfy hunger better and longer 
which supports our metabolism. So for example, one study found eating whole milk and plain full-fat yogurt correlated to less weight gain compared to low-fat or skim variants. Further, women randomized to eat whole milk, yogurt, and cheese actually lost more body fat than the reduced-fat group. And further, full-fat dairy contains nutrients and bioactive compounds that balance glucose response and turn up fat burning while curbing hunger. We're going to talk more about this one in a minute. Therefore, the long-held belief um, that full-fat is fattening while leaner versions cut calories does not reflect clinical trial and hormone science. As always, quality and balance matters. Having some full-fat organic yogurt or sheep's milk cheeses in moderation poses little risk for most people. All right, myth three, consuming dairy causes inflammation, acne, and hormonal imbalances. Here's the thing. Most inflammation and hormone issues stem from dairy quantity consumed, uh, the milk sugars found in certain types of dairy and or individual tolerance levels that is typically set by genetics. The notion that all dairy universally triggers inflammation, acne, and hormone issues makes little sense biologically, <laughs> given dairy's presence in traditional cultures for thousands of years. However, modern factory farm practices and overconsumption of low-quality varieties seem to explain inflammation and acne. For example, conventionally raised cows that are fed GMO grains high in inflammatory omega-6 oils produce milk reflecting that. In other words, you are what you eat eats. So those consuming high volumes of this low-quality milk, which tends to dominate the U.S. food supply, will experience spikes in inflammatory markers. Yet grass-fed organic dairy without bioaccumulated pesticides and antibiotics shows neutral to beneficial markers. Again, it's not the cow, it's the how. As for acne, you need to know that in most cases, the largest driver of breakouts is hormonal imbalance, specifically the imbalance in insulin, yes, it's a hormone, and blood glucose. Some research suggests that store-bought, low-fat, or skim milk can cause a rapid increase in insulin because it has less of the proteins and fats that make you feel full. Switching to full-fat fermented options better balances glucose response. And finally, dairy's influence on reproductive hormone activity, like estrogen, appears highly individualized. Uh, while some that are sensitive to the additional estrogens in commercial milk can struggle, other people will digest them without issue. But an increasing body of research shows that moderate consumption of full-fat, pastured dairy can improve fertility and egg quality. In the end, quality, quantity, and personal tolerance should guide what and how much you consume. All right, on to myth four. You need dairy for strong bones, so cutting it out threatens bone health. Oh, boy. This one is especially relevant, I think, for little kiddos. Um, dairy products like milk and yogurt contain generous amounts of calcium and vitamin D, which keeps bones mineralized. It keeps bones strong and growing. However, uh, many skip dairy, yet are still able to effectively obtain these nutrients from plant sources without any deficiency or bone issues. For example, leafy greens like collard, spinach, kale 
offer highly absorbable calcium. Uh, fortified non-dairy milks have comparable calcium and vitamin D levels to cow's milk. Soybeans, navy beans, nuts, seeds, and whole grains also contribute calcium and bone-supportive nutrients like magnesium. Uh, and then there's antioxidant-rich fruit and veggies that supply vitamin C to aid calcium absorption as well. So those who are sensitive to dairy can still meet bone-building needs from plant sources, especially focusing on bioavailable forms of calcium from greens instead of supplements. Pairing these with strength training can also have an additive bone-strengthening effect, too. However, for people who don't have sensitivities, incorporating some quality dairy like yogurt or ghee into an overall nutrient-diverse diet poses little risk and offers some great benefits. But dairy alone cannot counteract dietary and lifestyle factors that encourage bone depletion like too much sodium, low plant food intake, or inadequate physical activity. So make sure that you are dialing back on the sodium, dialing up the plants, and moving your body. Okay, friends, let's recap. So when thinking about dairy, try not to see it all um, as all good or as all bad. Some dairy can be great for getting probiotics, as long as it doesn't bother you. Go for the good stuff, though, like full-fat Greek yogurt or kefir, and choose products from grass-fed cows when you can. Skip the sweet yogurts, processed cheeses, anything with added hormones. If you cannot handle dairy, plant-based milks are a good alternative, especially if they've got added calcium and vitamin D. Just remember that they won't give your gut the probiotic boost that dairy can. Ultimately, this is all about what your body can handle and what helps you feel good. Uh, eating should definitely be personal, so pay attention to how different foods make you feel and enjoy the ones that work best for you. And that's a wrap, beautiful people. Another nine minutes closer to healing for good. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and share the love with your friends. Got questions or topics you want me to cover? Just slide into my DMs on Instagram at NutritionNerdCC. Until next time, keep thriving and remember, you've got this.